Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. And we are live here at the Scaling New Heights Conference 2022, and I am with my friend and co-host, Ron Baker, and he has just finished up some sessions. But Ron, you've got a book coming out, haven't you? (laughs) I do, Ed. It's coming out hopefully uh, in November, November 18th, I'm told so far, and it's called Time's Up the subscription business model for professional firms. All right. Well, what's in the book, Ron? Tell, tell me about your book, as Jonah Goldberg would say. Well, uh, <laughs> it's all about what we've been talking about for the past four years. But the backstory, Ed, is Wiley contacted us, John Wiley and Sons, mm-hmm. and said, you you and Paul Dunn wrote a book 20 years ago called The Firm of the Future. Right. And we just want to know if you want to update that book. And I told them, I said, I don't want to write old books. I want to write new books. So I don't really want to update it, but I will. I would love to do a book on the subscription business model. And they said, that sounds wonderful. I pitched the idea to the acquisitions editor, and he really liked it. He liked how we were relating things like we do to concierge doctors and DPC doctors. And they said yes, so um, Paul and I got to work on it. Well, this is not often that I get to talk to you about this on this particular platform because we do host the Soul of Enterprise together. But for the audience of the the, the Sage uh, Thought Leadership podcast, why are you so high on subscription? I'm high on it, Ed, because I think it, it, finally we have a business model that aligns with our rhetoric about and 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 also aligns with why we entered the profession. Just like what we see with uh, the DPC docs, the concierge docs, they entered the profession to help people. Well, you can't help people if you have 3,400 patients and you get to spend five minutes with them in that fee-for-service treadmill. And now I think the same thing applies to us. I entered the profession to help people. And even if you want to help businesses, you can't do that if you have 1,000 of them. If you want to make an impact, you've got to have a business model that aligns with values over volume. And the subscription model allows that. And that's why I'm so excited about it. And we tend to refer it as value pricing 2.0. Is it value pricing 2.0? No. Or is, it's really not, It's right? really not. No, it's, it's, it's something that it, it, the game is completely upped. You have to go to the off, uh, market with a plus offering. And that means it has to be convenient, frictionless. It has to surface simplicity, as Team Zoe likes to talk about. It has to, be, it has to have an element of peace of mind, like you're in good hands, Mr. or Mrs. Customer. If something comes up that we're capable of doing, you're covered. And once you do that, I think, I think a big premium is being uh, people are willing to pay to be saved time. And in a lot of professional firms, we're not saving their time. We're imposing bureaucracy on them, like a 200-page tax organizer. So you can figure out the three things that changed in your customer's life during the year that changed their taxes. Well, the thing is, why don't you know those three things? In some cases, they, they should because they've had the data about it, right? Like your kid went to college or something like you that. You got married, some mm-hmm. spouse died, whatever it is. You should already know that because I think about Dr. Paul and what he knows about his patients. Can you imagine? He knows everything about them, their history, their family history. I mean, he might not know it off the top of his head, but he has access to it, and it's there. And he's no longer a glorified data entry clerk for an insurance company. That's right. And and he doesn't have to listen to insurance companies second-guessing his diagnostic opinions. And why do you think this is important for our customers to understand? I mean, aren't customers going to have to pay more for this? Yeah, and I think I think customers will pay more when the value's there, just like we do with Apple, right? 
right? We pay a fortune for Apple, but people are willing to pay for it. People buy expensive cars, clothes, you know, spa days, whatever it is, because the value's there. And I just don't think that we've upped our game enough. And this model forces you to do that. Well, one of the things that you said in this session, and you and I have talked about this, though, is is if you're only solving problems, you're just bringing back the customer to the, the state where they were. Right. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, you solve problems, you revert to the status quo. It even goes worse than this, Ed. Drucker, if you read that quote in full context, and it's from Peter Drucker, when you when all you do is solve problems, you you feed your you feed the problems and you starve your opportunities. And that's why he said right after that, you need to spend the super majority of your time on pursuing opportunity, not just solving problems. Because if all you're doing is solving problems, you're just reverting back to the status quo. You're not advancing like you are when you're pursuing opportunity. Mm-hmm. And it, it is really puts the, the relationship at the center beyond what we did with value pricing. It does. Uh, value pricing, dare I say it, still look, is very service-centric. We have this attitude like bricklayers, like we're going to pile service on top of service on top of service, brick by brick by brick. And the more bricks we lay, the, the more value there is. Well, a lot of times, if you take away bricks, you'll create more value. And we don't think like that. And, and your presentation, I know you're doing one on selling your brain, not your hands. But that's the philosophy. It's not about the services. It's about the access to your brain power. And the long-term relationship there, that, yeah. there, thereby. And that's, that's why we, you talk a lot about the, the concept of Disney plusing. It's not just about taking your annual price and dividing it by 12. I mean, I think so many people think that subscription is just simply that. And no, it's not. It's not. And neither is plusing. Plusing means constant innovation. I, I just read a great story about Walt. He wanted to have a Christmas parade uh, in the first, I think, year or two of Disneyland. And his executive team went nuts and said, you can't have a Christmas parade. You know how much that's going to cost? And Walt said, how dare you? He said, what do you think is going to bring these people back? We have to constantly please them. He says, yeah, it's going to cost some money. But because of it, they're going to remark on it. They're going to get their friends to come. And they're going to come back. There was a guy who was thinking long-term value. I can't imagine anyone saying to Walt Disney, what is this going to cost? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. No, except his brother, maybe, because he was the bean counter guy. But yes, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> that, would, that would be a rough conversation to have. Well, Ron, I, I don't believe this is the first time that you've ever appeared on this, and I have an exit question that I ask Uh-oh. everyone, and here it comes. Oh, wow. Who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? Uh, I'm sitting next to him. He's my father, Sam Baker. In fact, I told the barber story today of his, as an example of him pivoting by creating a brand new business. When he, when he left his 275 clipper cuts and did hairstyling for 750 and, and created the first unisex salon north of the Golden Gate Bridge, I, I never made the connection, but he started a new business, Ed. He skunk worked it. He said, the old one's dead. And we got to move on. And he changed locations, put a new brand on it, hired cosmetologists, created the first unisex salon. I think this is why I'm genetically encoded to do what we do. There you go. And lastly, Ron, uh, how can somebody get contact you? Uh, you can send me an email, ron at verisage.com. You can follow me on LinkedIn. I'm one of the influencers. You can find me on Twitter at Ronald Baker. Uh, or you can join us at thesoulofenterprise.com and, and our Patreon channel. And the book is available if you go to thesoulofenterprise.com or verisage.com slash times up. Right. That will take you to the Amazon page where you can order. And if you send us the receipt, we'll put you on a special mailing list that will allow you to be part of the 
launch community of yes. the book, Time's Up. And we plan to do some, maybe some Zoom calls on that. And the, the faster you pre-order, the more time you'll have as a Patreon member as well. All right. Well, thanks so much for being on live here with Voice America at the Scaling New Heights 2020 and also the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thanks, Ed. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.